Hello and welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions. My name is Courtney. And I am Carl. This is episode 170, and we are discussing our favorite anime openings and endings 2023 edition. This is exciting. This is one of our two annual episodes and one of the... Uh, one of the episodes we have the most fun putting together. We do reviews, we do discussions, but talking about anime OPs and EDs is always hype. Yeah, I think this and our best of always signals the end of the year, Um, but this superlative episode in particular always has me excited because, of course, I really love music. I'm a big music aficionado. And anime is just one of those realms where it really acknowledges great music in the form of openings and endings. So very excited to go over some of our favorites from this past year. And we've brought back listener submissions for the annual OPs and EDs episode. We're really excited to share those at the end of the episode. As always, our patrons will have their submission shared first and a clip of their songs played. Um, So we've got a lot of really good OPs and EDs to get through. So let's dive into it. But really quick, as we approach the end of the year, if you've been enjoying Strictly Anime and everything that we've put out in 2023, or if you're a newcomer who's been vibing with us recently, um, there's many ways to support us if you'd like to do so. One of the best ways is to leave us a rating and or a review on Spotify or whatever other podcast platform you listen to us on. Um, Spotify makes it super easy. If you go to the, the mobile app on iOS or Android, you can find a little star icon at the top. Um, you hit that, leave us a rating, and like we said, it, it really helps us out. Plus, you can follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. That way you can get notified anytime that we release a new episode. And if you want to interact with us more directly, you can join our Discord, where we have a lot of awesome Discord members who not only um, chat with us all the time and chat with each other, but also get to submit their anime-related picks um, when we have these kinds of episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Strictly Series, on Twitter at Strictly Series. And then one of the biggest ways that podcasts grow is actually via word of mouth. So if you know another weeb or even casual anime fan who enjoys podcasts and, and loves talking about anime, you can recommend Strictly Anime to them. And last, if you have a couple of dollars to throw our way, you can join our Patreon. We are at patreon.com slash series. We have a lot of great patrons there who have also shared their submissions and get the benefit of having their picks shared first, as we mentioned earlier. Um, So yeah, you can can join us there and get a lot of great bonus content. Again, that's at patreon.com slash series. So as far as this annual episode goes... It's been a year since we've done this, so let's recap how this all works. When it comes to our favorite anime openings and endings 2023 edition, we're going to count anything that we've watched in that particular year, whether it aired in 2023 or it started airing in 2022 but finished airing in 2023 or is an anime that is much older than that but we finally watched it in the year 2023. So we do this to avoid repeats on our lists um, because sometimes I can't remember what anime OPs and EDs I picked a year or two ago. So it just kind of makes things fresh and new for that 2023 edition. And no surprise here, we were counting our lists earlier and Carl has more OPs and EDs than I do. Which I find surprising because I feel like as usual, you watched more anime than I did in 2023 but i guess of the shows that we did end up 
watching together or the ones that I happen to watch on the side, I just found myself more attracted to the music of those shows. Well, I'm I'm actually not surprised because you being the music aficionado and just someone who generally loves music, I would I would anticipate that you have more OPs and EDs because you're more open-minded when it comes to music and you would enjoy a lot more. I'm way more picky when it comes to music. Um, mm. So I feel like that's why my list is smaller than yours, but I don't think it's drastically different. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at my list right now and it's a, it's quite a variety of genres um, that are touched upon with these OPs and EDs. But I'm kind of shocked myself because when I was putting together this list for 2023, I didn't think it would be as expansive because I considered 2022 to be like a goat year for anime, um, even with the openings and endings that we went over. But yeah, I have about, what, 17 OPs and seven EDs. So I think it was actually a pretty great year for anime in terms of OPs and EDs that I really enjoyed. I imagine a lot of these picks are not going to be surprises to each other, to, to the two of us, because the majority, if not all, of these songs are probably on your anime Spotify playlist <laughs> that we compile like all of these OPs and EDs into. So yeah, I feel like I'm looking at my list right now. There's probably only like one or two that aren't actually on that Spotify playlist. Then I'm going to have to add them at some point. Uh. <laughs> and I guess speaking of... Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, I do have a playlist on Spotify where I curate a lot of anime soundtracks and OPs and EDs. The playlist is called 321 Let's Jam. Right now it's sitting at about 29 and a half hours of anime music. Oh my gosh, wow. So enough to at least fill a whole day's worth. Uh, but if you're interested, the link to that Spotify playlist is included as a pinned message i believe in the music channel of our discord so you can go ahead and check it out there and that's just another plug for our discord so if you're not already a member of our discord the link to that is in the description all right it's time we're gonna go through ops first our favorite ops in anime 2023 edition you can go ahead and kick us off carl i just realized i think my lists go in chronological order of when the anime released <laughs> or when they wrapped up. Um, so this first one I think is appropriate because part of this anime season served as a prequel. And so I'm going to start off our favorite OP discussion with... <laughs> Ao no Sumika, or Where Our Blue Is, by Tatsuya Kitani from Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, more specifically the Hidden Inventory slash Premature Death arc. I also have this one on my list. I've said this a lot. I'll say it again. I'm not so hot on Jujutsu Kaisen. But I will definitely give credit to this OP. I think it's probably my favorite OP from the series. I know Kai Kai Kitan kind of sits at the top for a lot of people. But this one is, is such a 
such a vibe. And I know Tatsuya Kitani also appeared on the YouTube channel The First Take, where a lot of Japanese music artists will do a live take of one of their pop songs or most popular songs. And there's a, like a nice orchestral version of this. But even the original version is such a banger to listen to.、Um, and even visuals wise, you have an opening that's specifically focused on Gojo in his younger days, as well as his companion.、Uh, I don't know if this really goes into spoilers. His for... companion. <laughs> <Yeah> . um, this kind of goes into spoilers for. Those of you who haven't watched JJK's first season, but seeing certain characters in a different light, in a more nostalgic light before things kind of like shit kind of hits the fan. Yeah, this song is such a chill vibe.、Um, and the visuals are amazing per usual for MAPPA, but I really enjoy the lighthearted, fun feel despite what actually happens in those five episodes because it's different than what we typically get for Jujutsu Kaisen, which can be. A bit more like dark and brooding,、um, gritty at times, action packed. There are some action sequences in the visuals here, but it's more about the group hanging out, being students,、um, kind of living young, carefree lives.、Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it was a breath of fresh air from the other JJK openings. While still being very appropriate for that five episode, pre- five episode prequel. Kind of fun is that if you listen to the full song, I think somewhere in the breakdown, they include the the school chimes that you hear at Japanese schools. You know, like the dun dun dun. Oh, that's dun. right, they do. Yeah, the, what do they call the chimes of Westminster? Because that's what Big Ben plays in London at the top of the hour. I just thought it was clever、um, since it kind of ties in with you know, Gojo's days as a high school student at. What the hell is it called? Jujutsu High? Yeah. And I I usually have, when I think about this song, I usually have the part where the singer is like, Imadamo. He says, Imad. He says,、yeah. I'm not going to sing it. Okay. I'm not going to attempt that shit. But if you know what part I'm talking about in the song, it's like he says that and then it like, there's a break in the music and then he says it again and like the chorus kicks up. That part、mm-hmm. like, sticks in my mind all the time. Yeah. Such a, an impactful part of the, the song. Well, starting off my list is an OP that I really love. My list in general is in no particular order. This one just happened to be at the very top. And if you listen to this anime review that we did, you won't be surprised that this is、uh, one of my favorites.、Um, or if you caught my, my little、uh, snippet about my weird ass Spotify wrapped a few episodes ago, then again, this won't be a surprise to you. But the first one on my list is. Saga Season 2 OP 1 River by Anonymous. I knew you would bring this up. <laughs> I, I fucking love this OP. This might be not only one of my favorite OPs of 2023, but possibly of all time. It is so good. I, I love this song so much that apparently、uh, my Spotify wrapped、um, said it was my top played song for the year. 
And you got a special message from Anonymous. I did, yes. Although I was hoping uh, Dolly Parton would make an appearance, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love, love, love this OP. Um, it deviates from the normal MAPPA OP, which usually focuses on like action, their famous slow-mo walking sequences, trying to be super badass, as I kind of just described with the Jujutsu Kaisen OP. But here it's it's more about the feelings that you get from watching this. Um, at certain points, it kind of gives me James Bond vibes, but I just, I love it so much. The detail is incredible, especially that shot of Canute uh, where he's holding the crown and there's like blood dripping down. I mean, it is just so intricate. And then you have those really cool black and white mirrored shots. Um, that part in particular kind of gives me James Bond vibes. But yeah, it's it's more of like a sophisticated type of op like i'm not saying it's like buttoned up or anything like that because it is it's is still very much gritty it's about vikings Ooh, it's sophisticated <laughs> <laughs> but it, has, an elitist. <laughs> it does have that sophisticated um more like mature feel to it i don't know i just really really love it and i think one of my favorite parts about it is of course the song but the lyrics the lyrics are great um i think they fit the show so well i think they fit Thorfinn's like his story so well as, as it plays out in season two um, and his struggles. I just think that this is a perfect example of when all of the pieces come together and fit really, really well and just make something magical. <laughs> that sounds cheesy. But yeah, I, I'm obsessed with this OP. I listen to the song all the time. I love watching watching this on YouTube, so I can't rave enough about it. Now, this song... Also ended up on my favorite OPs list. Um, it's very different from what we've seen of the OPs in Vinland Saga Season 1. And I think there's good reason for that because Vinland Saga Season 2 takes such a drastic shift in storytelling, especially surrounding Thorfinn. And whereas we've seen in Season 1 that the OPs are a lot more like heavy metal, kind of angsty. Here it's more somber, more reflective, and in the visuals here, more ethereal as a sort of representation of the thoughts that Torfin, or the thoughts that are running through Torfin's mind. And yeah, music-wise, it's just beautiful listening to this. Uh, credit to Anonymous. Anonymous? 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 I don't uh, know. <laughs> I, I, I think the singer is half Japanese, but she has quite a fluency in the English language. So the way that she sings the song in English is just, it just flows very beautifully and again reflects on the things that Thorfinn is thinking through, especially in this second season. Well, since you mentioned Vinland Saga, I'm going to go ahead with my next favorite OP, which is also from season two of Vinland Saga, and that is. I may be crazy enough to break myself inside my head. I couldn't find these answers to live by will call it giving up. I just call it getting lost in my own remit. I may be crazy enough to break myself Paradox. By Survive Said the Prophet. So the second OP for Vinland Saga Season 2. The one with the bird in the beginning, right? Uh, yeah. As you <laughs> see the... Or as, as the guitar comes in 
and it's just very, very angsty. So I know I just mentioned the, the first OP for this season is drastically different in tone. This second OP brings that tone back, <laughs> which makes sense because Survive said the Prophet did the first OP for Vinland Saga in season one. So it was nice that they were brought back for this. But even so, it's not so like heavy metal in your face screamo like the first one was there is still that sort of melancholy to this that still fits in within Torfinn's persona his psyche and the kind of person that he becomes uh, in the second half of season two Uh, so there's still that slight bit of angst to the music uh, which I think a lot of people would appreciate hearing from Survive Said the Prophet coming back for this OP. But I love kind of the bit of hopeful nature of the song. Um, I think visuals-wise, it's kind of standard for what you would expect in a Vinland Saga OP. Character shots, action shots, um, still some of those abstract moments that you see in the first OP for this season. Um, But yeah, I'd say the music choices... The visual choices for Vinland Saga Season 2's openings were all around really good. Really great. I said good because <laughs> I was combining good and great. They were really great. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. I, I Paradox is a good one. It's not one of my favorites, but I really enjoyed it. And kind of to what you alluded to or said, it brings you back to that original Vinland Saga feel because we've talked about how divisive Vinland Saga Season 2 is for Vinland Saga fans. Um, so this kind of evokes that that feeling of like Thorfinn's original part of his journey. Next up on my list is um, a song that is from one of my new favorite Japanese bands. Um, I really, really love their music. And it was this, this actual anime that got me hooked on them. So this next song or OP is... Tokyo Avengers Christmas Showdown, White Noise by Official Hige Dandism. Oh, man. This was on my list, too. Such a good song. It's really good. And I know that in Tokyo Avengers, they ride their bikes around, like their motorcycles, whatever the fuck they are. They ride them around a lot. This is like the perfect song to listen to while you're cruising through Tokyo on your motorcycle at night. Yeah, because we do that every night. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just imagine like this is because part of the OP shows them on their motorcycles. And I'm like, yeah, this this fits. This works. It makes sense. They also use this OP for the second core, which is the Tenjiku arc. Um, So, yeah, it's it's kind of the the OP for this particular season. I'm glad that they brought it back. But I think for the second arc, they use other parts of the song, right? Yeah, I think they use the second verse for the Tenjiku arc. Um, I think they use the same chorus line, even though there are several... I think there are two different choruses in the song. Um, But I like that consistency between... I think they call it season two and season three. Uh, But I would technically call them all like one season kind of like season one you had crybaby 
also by official Hige Dandism as the OP. This is a fun fact. So the first OP is called Cry Baby, uh, because you know that's Takemichi's kind of persona. Yeah. And then you have this song called White Noise, which is like white noise is something that you use to calm a crying baby. Oh, I thought white noise is used to drown out other sounds. Which oh. I guess could calm a crying baby. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I think just kind of that parallel still with like crying baby. <laughs> <laughs> crying um, Takemichi. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love that each season, like they didn't switch OPs midway. Um, you have that consistency. And again, it's with Higedan, which they have grown to become one of my favorite uh, Japanese music bands as well. Um, and there's such a nostalgic feel to this song. I mean, the, the singer's kind of reflecting on like the good times that happened before, uh, symbolic of the Tokyo Manji Gang and its founders and the memories that they're trying to create and what happens of them in the future. Um, so I, I really appreciate that feel to the music. Piggybacking off of what you just mentioned about um, them using the same song and you know anime in general not doing that i kind of wish more anime did do that don't get me wrong i love having lots of different ops and eds but sometimes when you really connect with a song and identify that song with a particular anime it's nice to have that played longer like i think about gurren lagan they did the same thing where the first half they use, they use the same song for both halves, but in the second half, they use different parts of the song. Like, that was nice because you always associate Gurren Lagan with that particular song. Um, but as far as the visuals go for this OP, honestly, 90% of the time, it's just the characters standing and looking at something. And then at the end, they spoil season one for a few seconds. But overall, it's chill. You know, it's fine. Yeah, I would say visuals aren't that captivating to me in this one. Um, like you said, there's just a lot of motorbikes. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I know like a lot of people always comment on the, the animation quality for Tokyo Revengers. The OP is like slightly above standard. So I'll give it that. Um, but I think for me, I, I just like the music of it more. Next OP on my list. I forgot that this anime had wrapped up its most recent season at the beginning of the year. Um, but as I was going through Mal of the anime that I watched in 2023. This clicked in my head. Um, you probably will find this a surprising pick, but my next favorite OP for 2023 is... Translated as Our by Eve from My Hero Academia Season 6, Part 2. I am surprised by this. I don't know why. I think it's because we always say that all the My Hero openings are kind of, like, not identical, but they're they're kind of the same. Well, I think this one in particular hits different. I feel like in our My Hero Season 6, Part 2 review, I mentioned how, like, this OP is by Eve, and Eve had done the season one op for jujutsu kaisen i feel like this song has like the same sort of rhythms and like cadences um even the guitar sounds similar uh but it has like a it, there's a big mood about it and it fits in with how season six part two um there's there's a big shift in in mood especially with uh the sad boy 
Midoriya. <laughs> He's a different kind of mood now. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of shit happens in the first half of season six that like drastically changes his mindset. And I won't say like this song is very angsty, but it kind of fits inside of Midoriya's headspace um, in that particular part of the season where he's kind of like unsure of what's going to happen or like his ideals and the struggles that he has to go through now. But then you have the title symbolically being our, and I'm talking about like the the possessive our, not like our, like on a clock um, that's, you know, it's my hero academia should be our hero academia. And that's kind of a realization that he comes to towards the end of the season. Um, you know, even the visuals for this OP, it's it's darker. And a lot of characters, you know, a lot of character shots where they're, they're moody and you kind of see that as a standard in anime OPs. But I feel like the tone of it is a lot more different from other my hero OPs where yeah you'll see the action shots you'll have like the fun stretching one that you love stretch but they're always like in a positive light this one it's kind of like you know the future's a little bit bleak right now but there's still a glimmer of hope at the end of it yeah not gonna lie I don't remember too much about this one other than like the color palette for the visuals is more um, dramatic and and darker and yeah I mean the characters look cool Bahuo looks cool, so that's that's all I could ask for. <laughs> yeah, of, of course, you get a lot of shots of sad boy Midoriya as he dons a new part of his typical hero costume. Um, but yeah, oh, it, season six was a little bit of a, a good redemption for my hero, and I think it's highlighted by this OP, in my opinion. The next OP on my list um, is, and maybe this is kind of like a cheater answer, uh, but it, it, okay, it technically worked because it played in 2023. Uh, the OP that I'm talking about is from... Pink blood, pink blood, pink Eternity Season 2, Pink oh, Blood by Utada Hikaru. Hey, okay, they brought it back for Season 2. We just <laughs> talked did, about this did. with White Noise and Tokyo Renders. And, it, and this season ended in 2023, so fuck it. I'm adding it to the to the list. I love this song. I love Utada. She's one of my all-time favorite artists, so I couldn't not have this on my list. I'm pretty sure I had it on my list when To Your, to Your Eternity Season 1 aired. Um, but the difference here is that the visuals are matching what's happening in season two. But I did find, so I found a, a video on YouTube when I was trying to look back on all of this, um, all of our OPs and EDs. And the video had a side-by-side -side comparison of Pink Blood, this OP um, from season one and season two. And there's a, not like a stark difference, but there is a difference in the quality level for the visuals um, in season one versus season two. Season two's OP just doesn't look quite as clean which matches the animation that we got in season two 
Um, but at least the season two OP didn't lie to us like the season one OP did. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it was mit- missing um, a certain character vibing with her dolls to the music, which is like one of my favorite parts of that OP. So for the most part, I have this one on my list just because of Pink Blood by Utada. Uh, but hey, Two Year Eternity is a good show, and you know it was, it was still a, a solid OP visuals wise. I think the show changed studios for season two. Uh, yep, Brainspace did studio or the, Brainspace did the first season, and Studio Drive did the second season. So maybe that accounted for the change in animation quality for the openings. Although I don't know if the openings were handled by like a different team. Um, yeah, I think uh, all I'll say is that for the show to retain pink blood as its opening was probably the best part about to your eternity season two. (laughs) I agree. Um, And you can listen to our review of to your eternity season two. I forget which episode it is, Uh, but yeah, we didn't think so highly of it in comparison to season one, but at least Utada was back. All right. My next favorite OP. This is kind of an oddball because the show that it's from is a show that I don't, I didn't really like at all, but <laughs> I, I just vibe with the music for this opening, and that OP is. Gift by Masayoshi Oishi from The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten. So I will go ahead and say that this OP is probably the only redeemable thing about this show. Um, I did have high hopes for The Angel Next Door, but it just turned out to be way too boring of a slice-of-life romance for me to really enjoy. And there's nothing spectacular visuals-wise about the opening. It kind of just plays scenes of the the two love interests as they go about their day um there are like beautiful shots of i don't fucking remember her name (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah i think i just like the song because i think this singer also participated in the op for laud love after world domination (laughs) he was part of that duet and I don't know if this is just a characteristic of a lot of the songs that he's part of, but they always have this like kind of vintage game show like feel to them. And that's what I love about this song. Um, It's just so peppy and upbeat and again, drastically different from the thoughts and feelings I had watching this show, but I added it to my Spotify playlist and it always puts me in a good mood. Yeah. Not going to lie. Watching the visuals for the first time right now, um, I can see why the show may have been boring. Literally nothing happens in this OP. They just shop and bake and walk. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you, spoiler warning, nothing happens in the show either. <laughs> well, I'll take us over to an anime where a lot of shit happened. Um, not only in the anime, but um, with the anime community because this particular anime took the community by storm when it premiered this year. So the next one on my list is Ichiban 
Oshinoko Season 1 OP, Idol by Yoasobi. Here we go. First of all, the song does not need to go that hard in the beginning, but it does, and I fucking love it. Um, I talked about this song in our review of Oshinoko, and I praised it for its ability to match the like beautiful and like scary sides of idol culture because you have you know like the very pop upbeat sound of yoasobi and like the singing and everything but then you have these like chants where they're like chanting basically like to the idol and it sounds very ominous and very intense i just love the whiplash the song gives you as it goes from those more ominous moments to the more like hype um, pop concert type of moments. Plus, visuals-wise, I mean, everything looks clean as fuck, as the show did. Um, all the characters look so fucking good. Um, Aqua looks moody as fuck the whole time, but, you know, that's fitting. And every time I shows up in this OP, she just, like, commands everyone's attention. Like, she just... They drew her so well, um, and, and the colors that they use are absolutely addicting. So I love this OP all around. I think the song is great. I think the visuals are great. And I think it is just the perfect fit for the tone of Oshinoko. Yeah, I know that Yoasobi has done anime OPs or EDs in the past, but I think they really blew up with this one. And they kind of like skyrocketed into popularity with Idol. Uh, I'm pretty sure they performed this when they were invited to the head in the clouds music festival earlier this year and i think i read a tweet somewhere that idol ended up being the most streamed japanese song outside of japan <laughs> so that's just again a testament to how you know, people in the anime community and maybe even outside the anime community just adore this this song um, and it was on my list of favorite ops for this year too um, for the same reasons that you mentioned, it's it's a very fast-paced, driven song that kind of lampoons uh, while also like taking the creativity from like idol songs while also providing like a scathing commentary on the idol industry and the entertainment industry in Japan as a whole. So it's it's a very ironic song because it's. It, it's kind of criticizing something that is very prevalent in Japanese pop culture while itself being such a massive hit in Japanese pop culture. Yeah, can you imagine if they got an idol group to do the OP for Oshinoko? That would be ironic. Yeah, and I think that would kind of destroy or like hinder the intent of Oshinoko itself, which is, again to kind of look at these aspects of the idol industry through a critical lens. But I think Yosobi was the right choice for this OP because it, they're, they're a music super duo that kind of have these creative pop music songs that really make you think about things. Um, I think their, their breakout hit was Yoru ni Kakeru, if I am remembering this correctly. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of like a, a really deep song to think about, but then it's set to so this very positive rhythmic beat. Um, but yeah, I, I think Idol by Yosobi for Oshinoko's OP 
Um, it's making me pay more attention to them and listening to more of their music, um, even outside of the anime realm. Next OP I have on my list is from an original anime that I absolutely adored from earlier this year, and that is... Shock by Ayase from Buddy Daddies. So this one is such a vibe and it kind of matches the almost buddy cop film-like nature of Buddy Daddies. Uh, you know, the visuals for the opening are pretty standard compared to other OPs. Character shots of the the main trio, Kazuki, Rei, and Miri, um, and some antics of Kazuki and Rei taking care of Miri, even though you know they're they're hitmen, um, but they fulfill this role as 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 buddy daddies, and I just love the playful nature of the song to kind of go hand in hand with that. Um, I, you know, I didn't really look up <laughs> the meaning of the lyrics behind this one, uh, but you know, I, I think there is some. Some thoughtfulness behind uh, behind the words and you know it, it just I don't know it, the song just makes me well up with with feelings of positivity kind of like the angel next door spoils me rotten OP and I always enjoy just listening to this whenever it comes up on my Spotify playlist it's so interesting watching these um, as you're you're talking about them um, because I haven't watched these shows the ones the the two most recent ones that you mentioned uh but i'm familiar with the songs i i know these songs because you put them on the spotify playlist and then they'll randomly come up as i'm driving and i'm like what the fuck is this from now i know <laughs> i'm like oh okay it's from buddy daddies and i highly recommend that people watch this show uh, again it's an original anime so it's kind of flies under the radar um when it comes to other anime that are ad- adapted from manga but this one was just so heartwarming, so wholesome, and yeah, like I said, the OP is quite a banger. The next one on my list is from another MAPPA hit from this year, and that is... Hell's Paradise Season 1 OP Work by Millennium Parade and Sheena Ringo. This song was scary. <laughs> this song is great. Oh my god, I love it. Like the, the like, I don't know if you call it like the bass or whatever that plays, like leading up to the chorus and the trumpets come in later on. Like, oh my god, that shit is amazing. Um, but I remember saying in a review that this OP was too good. For the anime it was way more hype way more clean than the first season i enjoyed the first season don't get me wrong but i feel like there was definitely a disconnect between how fucking good this op is and then what we actually got in the season but as usual mappa's going hard with this um it's extremely like visuals wise it's extremely psychedelic 
I love mm -hmm. the flower parts, the way they're blooming, the way they're moving. Um, that shot of the two um, antagonist characters kind of being engulfed in the flower as it closes. It's so, so cool. And then you get some cool action shots towards the end, but really the psychedelic parts are what capture my attention because uh, it's different. It's, it's not totally unique, but it is different again from what MAPPA has traditionally given us. And then again, the song is great. The trumpets go hard. I love the way the singer's voice sounds um, over this whole song. It's just, it's, just, it's a vibe. It's so good. Um, I think it was a great OP from MAPPA. Let me say, like, something fat people. Fat <laughs> people? Oh, the rap part? <laughs> I thought you said fuck up. people. <laughs> oh, no, stand up my fav people. Oh, if, we're both like, wrong. Favorite? Fat, fat people, fuck but people? It, it sounds like, yeah, they're saying fat people, fuck people. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, the rhythm of this, especially in that beginning, that percussive bum, bum, bum. There you go. You know how to describe it better yeah, than I do. It's, it's uh, very alluring. And then, yeah, it goes into uh, this montage of, of musical chaos, I guess, <laughs> um, which still sounds very audibly pleasing. Uh, and that's coupled with, like you said, the kind of trippy, psychedelic visuals of this, which at some point it feels like standard MAPA opening. And I know at the outset, I thought Hell's Paradise or Jigokuraku to kind of be like MAPA's mid offering in a while <laughs> but it turned out to be a very thought-provoking series by the end of its first season and i think because of that you kind of want to appreciate this op in the same way where yeah it may seem like really out there um at first but you, you kind of appreciate the audio and the visual of it the more that you listen to it and watch it the next OP comes from an anime that was kind of controversial because of the choice of animation. But that OP is... Tombi by Kivi Baba from Trigun Stampede. Oh, I didn't know where you are going with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to preface all of that, uh, Trigun Stampede is kind of like a, a soft reboot of the Trigun, Trigun franchise um, and uh, like a, a new retelling of the Trigun story. Um, although I think a lot of the series, the series caught a lot of flack um, when it was announced that it would be produced um, using CG animation, but it was helmed by Studio Orange, who have done what was the one with the wolf, the <laughs> B Stars. B Stars, yeah, they've done B Stars in the past, and Land of the Lustrous. So, you know, a, a very reputable anime studio, even though it was CGI. Um, so a, a lot of things with this adaptation of Trigun were going to be different, and that includes the OP, uh, because the fuckboy Vash needs a fuckboy OP. Because <laughs> that's that's the way I listen to this song, is it's kind of like, what's that? Is it the kid Leroy who has that kind of like 
TikTok sounding song. I yeah. sound like like such an old man. <laughs> no, I know what you're trying this. to say. Yeah, it yeah. definitely is. It's like fuckboy music, yeah. which is probably why I don't like the song as much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Again, I appreciate different songs of different genres. I'm not always stuck to a particular genre. If I vibe with a song, then that's cool too. And I, I, I vibe with a song. It's not like as iconic as HT from the original anime, which was like an instrumental that fit in with the Wild West feeling of the show. Um, I think this one, it kind of fits in more with Vash's struggle, has a little bit of angst to it, uh, but definitely more moody. And visuals-wise, you kind of see that with, like, watching Vash go through these perilous desert sands. Um, But I think it's in line with the direction that the studio, the producers wanted to take Trigun Stampede in. And for that fact, I think it's just great that the OP complements that. For the next OP on my list, I'm going to take us back to 2003 to Adult Swim anime, and that is... Wolf's Rain, Stray by Steve Conti, or however the fuck you say his last name, Conte, Conti. Um, yeah, so Wolf's Rain. I, uh, I didn't like this anime when I first watched it many, many years ago when it was airing on Adult Swim. Well, to be more accurate, I really liked it. I hated the ending, and then over the couple, last couple of years of our podcast being in existence, I've had listeners reach out to me and say, "You've got to give Wolf's Rain another try. You've got to, you know." You got to rewatch it. Um, it's better than what you remember. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll rewatch it." You guys have convinced me, and I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Um, I I remember why I didn't like it. I mean, what a four episode recap in the middle of the show. Um, the weird way the ending played out. It's it, there were some hiccups for sure, but it was overall pretty good. And the OP is just iconic for anyone who is a weeb from our generation who remembers hearing this this song, this OP, um, you know, before Wolf's Reign came on. It's just, I don't know, something about it is very much early 2000s anime vibe. It's kind of cheesy, but I dig it, and it's super nostalgic. Steve Conti. Oh, he sang some of the songs from the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. Oh, and I see Yoko Kano also composed this song. Yeah, that's okay. why like that's why it's such a it's such a vibe and has that like feel like it does have similar, um, like a similar aura to what you got with Bebop. It's just it's it just makes you it takes you back to that time period when anime was in its golden era. Yeah, and I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I can see that with just watching this. Uh, I've never watched Wolf's Reign, uh, but yeah, it definitely takes you back to a more nostalgic time. Next up on my OP list, this one is more of a technicality because it's not really an opening, but it was included in an introductory portion of this media. And so my next favorite OP for 2023 is... (sighs) 
Suzume. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of you, once you heard that, immediately started humming along to it. At least for those of you that have watched Suzume.、Um, so, yeah, I say this was a technicality because this isn't necessarily an OP. It was just an opening song that was used for the movie Suzume,、uh, as directed by Makoto Shinkai. Although I think there were, like, There was like a visual montage that kind of played as this song continued on. Did they ever make like a pseudo OP on like YouTube or something? Like, like an official one? Oh, I don't know. There probably is. Or maybe there's like an AMV floating out there, <laughs> an AMV or two. But yeah, I, I love the sort of ethereal. Kind、of supernatural nature of this song, and I know it's composed by Rad Wimps, who have been longtime collaborators with Makoto Shinkai in terms of his film music.、Uh, but this one just has that very mysterious quality to it that kind of draws you in and, and entrances you.、Um, and I think it, it fits with some of the, the sort of like supernatural. Elements,、um, I, I would say elements of like Shintoism or like tradition and custom that kind of permeates the plot of Suzume. And I just think that's so beautifully represented and captured in the composition of this music piece. Next on my list、um, is from an anime that people love to shit on, but I am still here for, and that is. Rent a Girlfriend Season 3、oh. Renai Midi Film by Halka. Oh no. It's so good. <laughs> like, this, okay, so I did not enjoy the OP from Season 2. I, I was kind of bummed by it, but this OP from season three is a fun song that feels more like the season one OP, Centimeter by the Peggies. Like, this is what I imagine when I think Rent a Girlfriend. Visuals wise, I mean, there's nothing really special about it. I think the only crime about this OP is that it's missing a dancing sequence like the first two seasons had.、All、but right, it,、yeah. at least we have Kazuya running after Chizuru. Like that, that they kept in there. And then the, the final shot of the two of them standing next to each other. So there are some parallels for sure. But I just think it's a fun song.、Um, I think the singer is,、uh, I don't know, just like there's this like summer feel to it. Um, and I really enjoy the way that she sings, even though sometimes she's like really pushing herself, but like not in a way that's like difficult to listen to. It's like a nice intensity to the way that she's singing through the song. So, yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the notion that this OP is 
better than the season two OP for Rent a Girlfriend. Um, yeah, I think that's all it really has going for for me. Um, although I, I would say I enjoyed Rent a Girlfriend season three on a whole much more than season two. Um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> it kind of pairs up with kind of pairs up with that. My next OP comes from a, another romance-centered anime that I really enjoyed from this year. And that OP is... Gradation by Kanabun featuring Yuho Kitazawa of The Peggies from My Love Story with Yamada-kun at level 999. So I think there is a bit of a rent-a-girlfriend connection here because Yuho of the Peggies, um, she was part of the band that did the OP for the first season of Rent-a-Girlfriend. Um, Kanabun, I don't know if you've heard any of the recent news, Courtney. They're kind of in a, a tough spot right now. <laughs> Wait, what happened to Kanabun? They're on hiatus. Oh, and it's because of some kind of scandals that came out with some of the band members. Oh shit! Well, I'll it's, read. I'll read about it after this. Uh oh. Yes, it's, it's. I think it exceeds the level of Ali from the Jujutsu Kaisen ED performers from season one. Uh oh. They were in hot water, and now Kanabun is, uh, which is a shame because you know Kanabun has been such a, a staple of anime music for quite a while, um, but. You know, that, that's a story for a different day. Talking about this OP for Yamada-kun, um, very interesting visual style for this anime as a whole. I think, pretty sure Madhouse was behind it. But there's a simplicity to the visuals that I really appreciate. That's kind of in line with um, the female love interest, Akane's nature of trying to learn more about Yamada-kun and this world of gaming that he's a part of, and gaming! Um, <laughs> but music-wise, I love that it has that happy-go-lucky feeling because the story, love story, my love story with Amada-kun, um, there's like no real drama to it. It's a very just pleasant, kind of wholesome love story and one that I felt more invested in compared to Angel Next Door. Um, and plus it revolves around these characters that are kind of near college age, although Yamada-kun's slightly a bit younger. Um, but yeah, music-wise, I just love the peppy nature of this this song to go along with you know the, just the kind of happy romance between these two love interests. I really liked Yamada-kun. I thought it was a really good show and. While this OP isn't on my favorites list, I also really enjoyed it. I knew you were going to add it to our Spotify play or your Spotify playlist as soon as the song started playing. I'm like, this seems like a Carl type of OP. But yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I enjoy it. I love the visuals. The visuals overall in the anime are really soft and bright and nice, um, just like easy to digest type of visuals. So yeah, I think it's it, it works well for this show. Next on my list is from an anime that Carl hasn't seen, um, but that I picked up somewhat recently, maybe about like half a year ago or so, and I've been enjoying it. I 
I talked about, so Carl's going to know once I start talking about this other OP. There's another OP from this anime that I remember from when I was pregnant. And now every time I listen to it or watch it, I feel nauseous. Like when I listen to it on the airplane, oh. if that doesn't give it away. <laughs> um, but anyway, this one is. Dr. Stone, New World. Wasuregataki by Huey Ishizaki. I don't know if that's how you say the the name Huey. Oh, it's not burnout syndromes. No. Okay. So yeah, like like short story long. Um, the burnout syndromes OP, which is Hello World. I think it's the very first Doctor Stone OP. I listened to that. I was watching Doctor Stone on the airplane to Crunchyroll Expo, and um, I was pregnant at the time, and trying to watch dr stone on an airplane while pregnant i was getting nauseous so now every time i hear that song i get like i feel little bits of nausea it's really strange how my brain has like tied those two together luckily the new world op does not give me nausea i think it's a really good song i love the guitar in the beginning um the visuals are pretty typical for dr stone although they look really really clean and i love that first shot of senku i think he looks really cool but yeah, I think the song is great. Um, it's it's really, really hype for the exciting part of the story that we're in when New World is happening and some of the discoveries that happen. I don't want to spoil too much of it. But yeah, I think it's a solid OP um, and so far my favorite from Dr. Stone. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of the music. Um, I think it, it sounds like standard rock anime anthem. Um Visuals wise, I can't say much because I haven't watched Doctor Stone. But who is it? Senku, you said. Senku, the main character. Um, uh, that's the one with like the green and white hair. Yes. Okay. I I don't know if this has ever been mentioned, but it kind of reminds me of like Green Onions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought the same thing when I first saw him. All right. Um. Yeah. Maybe this OP will convince me to to watch the show. Although you know, burnout syndromes with the first OP making you feel nauseous hey we saw it live i didn't feel nauseous (laughs) when we saw it live so that's good (laughs) next op on my list is actually from a show that did not come out in 2023 Uh, it actually came out in 2018 but that op is Fiction by Sumika from Wotakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. Let's fucking go. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And I can't remember if you had included this in any of our previous OP and ED discussions. I might have. I don't know. Yeah. Even if you did, you know what? It deserves even more praise. (laughs) It's new for you. So it counts. Uh, this one too, kind of like Yamada-kun, has that just happy-go-lucky nature to it. And it's coupled with a show that I think a lot of millennials can relate to because it's about working-class adults that fall in love and are also 
big fucking weebs. <laughs> and I think, yeah, this is the OP where they kind of have like a, a little bit of a choreography to it. I don't know if I've... If yeah, like with their hand movements and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so I always enjoy seeing that part of it. I think it's coupled with the chorus. Yeah, I'm watching it right now and it's... I'd love to try this out. Or, you know, we can try it out and just have fun with it on our own. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just love the positive, kind of free-spirited nature of this show. And it's coupled with just a positive and free-spirited song as well. The song is addicting. It's so good. In fact, I when I first watched Wotokoi a few years back, I didn't like the OP at first. I was like, this sounds weird. But then I was like, I can't get it out of my brain. And then it grew on me very, very quickly. And now I love it. All right. So the next OP on my list comes from um, a show that I did not expect to love as much as I am loving. And I believe Carl's also watching this. But this OP is... Apothecary Diaries, Hana ni Nate by Ryokuo Shoku Shakai. Yes, let's go. I do have this on my list as well. It is. So first of all, the anime is so good for whatever reason. It's just great animation, colors, pacing, story. Like it is just hitting in every aspect. And this OP matches that. Um, I consider this OP to be OLM's response to all the MAPPA OPs, saying you guys aren't the only ones who can do a super fucking clean and impressive OP. Um, song is amazing. I think it's it's a lot of fun. Um, it has those drums that beat, and it just like really hypes you up um, for the start of the OP and the start of the show. But the visuals are what make this just as impressive as it is i love when the flowers are blooming and kind of moving out of frame and i love um again like the colors that they're using uh in this op but holy shit that part when mau mau shows up during the chorus her dancing is flawlessly smooth especially that part where she whips her hair back i could lose my shit from how clean that animation is it is just so good so yeah when you have those drums in the beginning commanding your attention and then like the cherry on top is just this amazing animation to me like i could watch this op over and over again and the great thing is i don't think it really spoils anything about the show it's just showing imagery that comes from the story yeah, I think you're further than I am in the Apothecary Diaries, um, which I'm surprised because I think I added this to my watch list first and then you just happened to. Um, but yeah, there's something so enchanting and enamoring about this OP. Like you said, with the visuals of Mau Mau um, as she's kind of freely dancing during the chorus line. And music-wise, it does have this very frantic very running beat which i feel like it doesn't really mix in with like the storylines that at least that i've seen so far in the apothecary diaries um well this is kind of the first uh like romance of the three kingdoms kind of ancient 
Chinese history inspired show that I've I've watched. Um, so I don't know if I have much to say on that front. Um, What about Kong Ming? Okay, yeah, Kong Ming is <laughs> a little bit like that, but you、It's、know, it's just not think, set in that time yeah, period. Yeah, <laughs> this is more ingrained within that history, within that setting. Although I, I think it's kind of like an alternate. Alternate world, so it's not like real world history, but anyways, you know, I I just love the free flowing nature of this song, and the chorus, you know, when she goes hananinate, reminds me of, is it the Hawaii Five O opening where it's like da na 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 da na da na 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 na, yeah, which maybe that's kind of in line with the story of this, uh, because Mau Mau ends up. Kind of solving mysteries around the palace, and Hawaii Five O was a show about cops. <laughs> so maybe that's where the themes of this song kind of fit in with the themes of the show. But yeah, also it's a song by Ryoko Shaka, which is they're one of my favorite Japanese bands.、Um, so I really love that part of this OP. My next OP is from an anime that Courtney did not watch, and I did not expect to think very highly of. But in the end, I actually found it quite entertaining, and that OP is. I wish by Rin Kurusu from Kamikatsu, working for God in a godless world. <laughs> Isn't this that anime with the weird tractor animation? Yes,、and、this so, show had some weird ass animation. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were just expecting this show to be straight up trash, which it probably is. But I think there was just such a charm to. Like the show being so self-aware that it was trashy and low quality, and it just ran with it,、um, and I think that was also just highlighted by the comedy of the show, which I think helped keep the show interesting for me.、Um, but yeah, the <laughs> the OP doesn't indicate any of that, and you know, visuals-wise, I guess it's just standard.、Um, the show is an isekai. So it probably has a lot of the same tropes you'd expect in other isekai, littered throughout its opening. But then it's kind of highlighted with Mitama, who is the kind of like a, a lolly god deity of this show.、Um, her kind of taking up most of the imagery in this op, or at least the later half of this, and it's backed up by this song with. You know, a singer who who sings in a high pitched voice, and typically I don't find myself attracted to songs where you know the singers have that sort of cutesy sound to them. But maybe it's just because I was very invested in the show that listening to the Onegai just got me hooked, and now I like find myself even right now repeating. The chorus of the song over and over in my head. So I think this one just ended up being more of an earworm, but then it also just became one of my favorite OPs for the year. 
Fun fact about Kamikatsu, um, at one point when Carl was watching it, he was um, he was feeding a bottle to our baby and the windows were open in our living room and I was making something in the kitchen and there was a scene, I don't know anything about this show, but there was a scene that was basically like an etchy scene and it was very raunchy and I'm sure all of the neighbors saw it, but because he was uh, sitting on the couch feeding our baby, he couldn't reach anything to turn it off and I just stood there and I was like I'm gonna let this one play out <laughs> I'm gonna let I, him watch it I, and if the neighbors watch it too then okay <laughs> I vaguely remember this <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I know about that show other than the tractor animation the weird animation for the CG monster um, and then the OP does ring a bell yeah I would say that there's more to this show than all of that but there really is <laughs> but you know if this OP hooks you in then, you know, I recommend it if you're looking for something trashy in your life. The next one on my list comes from an anime that a lot of manga readers were very, very excited about when the anime got announced, and it's finally here this year, and that is... Beyond Journey's End, Yusha by Yoasobi. Mmm, another Yoasobi song. Yeah, Yoasobi is on fire. They don't miss. It is a great song. Um, visuals, I think, are just as clean as the show, but I love the minimalism that we get in this OP. There are moments where, like, there's a lot on screen, really intricate character shots, but there are also times where it's a little more artistic, um, a little bit different. Like, it's not traditional anime style animation and again it does have some minimalism to it which is perfect for free run it's not a flashy in your face type of show so of course you'd want op visuals to match i think my favorite part of the op is when uh, i think maybe towards the latter half when the split uh, the screen splits um and we see free run's past and present companions kind of going in different directions and then she kind of pops up in the middle of that split I think that's a great representation of what this story is all about. So I thought that was a really smart choice to add that. But yeah, overall, really good song, really good visuals, and I just vibe with it every time it's on. Yeah, I I don't know if I can say much about this OP. I don't <laughs> I don't remember it too much. I do remember it having like that sort of distinct um, color tones to it. I think usually like blue and white um throughout the first half of it kind of symbolizing like Freeran's memories with her with with the heroes of old and then moving into the present day where she's traveling with a, a new group of heroes um and you know I think it's a good Yosobi song I'm not really hooked on it as of yet maybe my opinion will change the more that I watch Freeran but yeah I would say overall it's a pretty pretty good OP for this show like you said there's no there's no like real pizzazz to it, but I think the kind of simplicity to it is something you appreciate. Next OP that I have on my list is from a romance anime that I did not think I would enjoy so much. And that OP is... i 
by Tsuzuri from The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. I would say that this show redeemed romance anime for me towards the tail end of 2023 after feeling like I was burnt out with The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten, although that was probably the only other romance anime. Oh, no, I'll take that back. There was Yamada-kun, but yeah, Angel Next Door kind of made me think do i really want to watch any more romance anime but then the girl i like forgot her glasses came along and it blew me away even watching the op for this uh i don't know who the studio the studio behind this anime was gohans which i'm not familiar with but everything in the first episode of this anime including the op for this there's something so cinematic about the way it's presented even with the female love interest, Mie herself, like every individual strand of her hair is gorgeously animated in this visual. Also with the motifs of like the sakura petals, these sweeping camera angles, everything about this OP feels like it's like a straight out of a movie. And that's just complemented by this, this song, which I love the guitar riff in the beginning. And then the female vocals kick in. It feels like standard anime opening material. But something about it, just the driving nature of it, uh, is what keeps me invested in, in watching this OP every time it comes on. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. What the fuck? Why is it so fucking good? I don't Look know. at this animation. I mean, this is like movie level animation for this OP and all of the pedals. I mean, I can't even imagine how fucking long it took to animate this thing, but this is impressive. The song, I do recall hearing it from your Spotify playlist a couple of times. It's pretty good, but these visuals, what the fuck? This is crazy. Yeah, the song definitely passes the vibe check, but yeah, I don't know why they went balls to the wall with these visuals. And you know, I'm not gonna set high hopes for anyone because you know the visuals don't always look this this gorgeous as the series goes along. But like, I think they really invested everything in that first episode and in this OP. So I think that enough merits someone to to watch this show, and it's a good show. Like I said, it kind of redeemed romance anime for me in 2023. And I'm pretty sure they announced another season. Or if they didn't, then I hope there's another season because I'm definitely invested in the story between Komura and Mie. The next OP on my list um, is on here mostly because of the backstory on the song. <laughs> Maybe, Carl, you know what I'm talking about. Because you gaslighted me. <laughs> huh? Um, so this one is... Oh, 
Golden Kamoy season two, Reime by Sayuri and My First Story. Uh, Does this song sound familiar? Yeah, this is the Star Wars OP. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of context around this. Um, Carl, a long time ago, found this like fan-made Star Wars anime AMV almost. Like it's Star Wars animated in anime style. And they use this song. And he put it on the Spotify playlist. And every time it came out, I'm like, what anime is this from? And he's like, "It's this one's not from an anime. It's from this that YouTube Star Wars fan made video. And I was like, oh, OK. Um, but basically, he lied to me because I started watching. I, <laughs> I started watching Golden Conway. And then I got to season two. And I'm like, wait a fucking minute. This is that Star Wars song. Um, so, yeah, it's. Is part of Golden Kamuy. I now know. I I am officially aware of Reime, um and where it comes from. Visuals wise, I mean, it's standard Golden Kamuy stuff. Um, nothing crazy. I do like that this OP has like m- moments of comedy peppered in around like the miso or the unko for anyone who's watched the show. The um, poop. Yes, <laughs> or all of the cooking that happens in Golden Kamuy. But like I said, I I really put this on here more as like an homage to the months and months that went by the probably the year that went by and i thought this wasn't from an anime until i watched and i was like holy shit it's from golden kamoy i don't know i feel like it fits in more with the star wars opening it kind of does <laughs> it kind of does like my brain is now permanently attached like this song yeah, to star wars but like, it's a great song i love it it is a good song um but yeah, i haven't watched golden kamoy but just briefly looking at the actual opening that the song is tied to. Um, I think my brain's just programmed to see the Star Wars opening. I do like the shot where I don't know these characters' names. The, the duo are eating like these big leaves. Yeah. And they're just chomping along. There's a lot of food stuff um, in Golden Kamui. Like really interesting food stuff. It's good. You should watch the anime. That way you also know where Reime actually comes from. Well, all I know of Golden Kamui is there's a scene about jerking off. <laughs> oh, yeah, I finally got to that part. I, okay. well, I'm totally caught up. So, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, ah, okay, now I know the context. Yeah, I think I'll need to get context for that, too. And for anyone who's curious and wants to see the fan-made Star Wars anime OP that uses this song from Golden Kamui Season 2, um, we'll drop a link in the Discord. Next OP on my list, I'm sure this is on your list, I'll just get straight into it. It is... Kura Kura or Dizzy by Ado from Spy Family Season 2. It's actually not on my list. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's good, Whoa. but it's not on my list. Um, This one I like because of the stupid walking cycle. Yeah. In the beginning. <laughs> you were so bothered by that. This is the first time we saw this OP. You were like, why are their feet so big? <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. But I like the different sort of visual aesthetic for this. Um, kind of reminds me of the OP, the first OP uh, for Spy Family, where it almost felt like it was in the style of Catch Me If You Can with 
or maybe more like cartoon sketches that were done by Anya. Uh, just something different from what you expect in the anime proper. Um, but yeah, just seeing Lloyd, Yor, and Anya taking their big steps. It's just something so comical about it. And then you go into the kind of typical spy family opening. But I think the one thing I love about this OP is that the song is composed by the seatbelts of Cowboy Bebop fame. And you can really hear that element to the jazzy, funky nature of this song. Um, granted, we haven't really caught up on Spy Family. Because um, I know it's kind of nearing the end of its season now. But I, I, every time this OP comes on, it just puts me in that Spy Family mood. And that's all you need. I still think Mixed Nuts from season one, the first, the very first OP is like the best OP for Spy Family, but this one is really good too. It's a lot of fun. It's quirky. It's unusual. And the big feet remind me of like the squash and squash and stretch method that Disney uses. Is that what it's called? Yes. The infamously, yeah. Infamously for that one shot of Aladdin's like gourd face. Yeah. <laughs> Next up on my list, uh, okay, so maybe this one's also a, a cheater type of moment, um, but technically this anime aired in 2022 and ended in 2023. However, this OP was actually part of the 2022 stretch, but whatever, the anime finished in 2023, so I'm counting it, and I can't remember if I added this to our 2022 edition of this podcast episode. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> I'm justifying my choice here, but this one is... Yatsura season one OP one Aiue by I don't know how you fucking say it Mason does how do you say their name oh is it Mason does maybe featuring Minami and Sakura Moti so yeah like I said technically this is the first OP to Urusei Yatsura and it aired that that OP aired in 2022 but Urusei Yatsura ended in 2023 so I'm gonna count it so. Don't come at me. <laughs> this is the same band that did um, the domestic girlfriend. Yep, <laughs> that's them. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so much fun. Like the visuals are great, um, especially when Lum is dancing on stage. It looks so good. Like David Production did an amazing job, assuming that they were the ones to animate the OP. But the song is just really addicting. I love it. I think it perfectly captures the chaotic nature of Lum and Ataru's relationship. So yeah, I love it. And this is the one, uh, this is the OP that has the like idol concert. Like Lum is dancing on stage and then Ataru and his friends have the glow sticks and they're whipping them back and oh, forth. Oh, I see it. You yeah. really like that part. I remember I showed it to you. Yeah, um, the Wotage part. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is a really fun OP. I I just I love it so much. And there's so much happening in this OP. Like the scenes are changing constantly. And again, it's it's very chaotic. It's very upbeat. It's it's very driven. But I I love it. I don't know. It's just it's fun. This OP is fun. It's cute. The song is great, and that's why I just had to put it on my list. 
You know what this OP reminds me of visually? It's like playing the Rainbow Road level in any Mario Kart. Yeah. The, the color scheme. <laughs> That's what I am. I keep picturing as I watch this. And yeah, I just came up on the Watake scene as I'm rewatching uh, this OP. Uh, I like that it pays homage to like the original manga as well. There are some shots of like what's her name, Lum, and yes. the other characters um, from the original manga panels. Um, so I like that there is that nod to the history of this. Um, and yeah. I think Lum is just so. I think she was considered like one of the first waifu in anime. Yeah, I think a lot of people say that she's one of the originals. Yeah, so I would say that this OP kind of perfectly captures the spirit of Lum. Granted, I never watched Urusei Yatsura, but yeah, you know, it's this one of the things where like watching an OP makes you more inclined to want to watch the entire show. Well, that just happened with me and the girl I like forgot her glasses. As I was watching that OP and you are talking about it, I'm like, fuck it, I'm adding it to my watch list. <laughs> yeah. And the last OP I have on my list for 2023 is a show that went on hiatus, but then gave us a bit of a Christmas present because it's going to wrap up its season right around the holidays. And that OP is... Song of the Dead by Kanabun from ZOM 100 Bucket List of the Dead. Again, <laughs> kind of timely to talk about Kanabun because they're, they're dealing with some shit right now. But to talk about this song specifically and, and the OP, it's weird because this OP is everything that a song about a zombie apocalypse shouldn't be. Because, uh, you know, I, I picture right now The Walking Dead, the opening with the the trembling strings and, you know, it's a very dire situation. This one just very much reflects Akira's mindset when it comes to the freedom that he has in this zombie apocalypse that's taking over Japan. This is a song about taking opportunity and grabbing life by the horns and just running with it and just that positive message that that upbeat rhythm keeps you really invested in wanting to know what to ex like what more there is to expect with zom 100 and that's complemented by the visuals as well where it again takes the zombie apocalypse and puts it in like colorful paint splatter instead of gore and blood and you see these characters enjoying themselves in the midst of all this chaos rather than letting themselves become victim to the situation at hand and so you know i think it's an op that kind of speaks to the human spirit as well you know it, even if life throws you lemons or, or zombies you can make lemonade like zombie lemonade out of it if you really want to. This OP is a lot of fun. It's great. It's um the colors are really really 
really, really nice to look at because, you know, you're technically looking at dead people and blood splatter everywhere. But hey, it looks really good. And the animation is just as clean as it, clean as it is in the show. Um, I actually stumbled across the second version of this OP. Yeah, there's two versions because where we are at in the show, we haven't seen that OP yet. Yeah. Um, we're waiting for everything to kind of wrap up so we can finish out Zom 100 um, this first season. But yeah, the this original OP is really, really good. I just, there's not much to say in addition to what you said other than it's a lot of fun and it just, it, it captures the character's free-spirited nature and them trying to make the best of their situation. Well, the last OP on my list um, is from an anime that Carl has already mentioned. So I'll kind of round things out here with this next one, which is... Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 OP2 Specials by King oh. New Gnu. Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> so everyone seems to hate this OP or you maybe. Are my special. Yeah, like <laughs> at least the subset of the JJK fandom that I saw did not like this OP because it's basically just all the characters standing around or doing the famous Mappa Salomo walking. But I think it's a vibe and I think there's more to it than that. It's actually one of the OPs where I like the visuals more than the song. It's a good song, but there are some cringe moments. Um, I know that sounds kind of harsh, but like when he when they say you are my special, I just kind of sit there and I think like special what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> my special what? So it's like the song, um, I get what they're going for and the chorus is really cool, but there are some moments of it where I'm like, I, I vibe a little bit less with it. So I'm, I'm hot and hot or cold about um, specials. The song itself but the visuals are really cool um you've got mojito running through a train and like killing people all happy-go-lucky there are some action moments that happen during the chorus my favorite part is when they do the jutsu like hand signs or whatever for their techniques i think that looks really really cool really clean and even though everyone is just kind of standing around and walking they do make every character look badass and the cream of the crop, not the cream of the crop, but like the cherry on top is like the black and red color scheme. I, I love it. Black is my favorite color. Red is another one of my favorite colors. So for me, I'm like, this shit is so nice looking and it makes the theme really gritty. Yeah, it's obviously a very ominous OP to coincide with the dark nature of the Shibuya incident arc because... There's some fucked up shit that takes place <laughs> during this arc of Jujutsu Kaisen. And I, I do kind of appreciate that that red and black color scheme to this. Um, again, it kind of puts you in the mood for what to expect um, in this second half of the season. Um, although I, I'm kind of sad that, you know, Aono Sumika didn't get more airtime as compared to this op and i'm now just realizing there's a difference with you know that song was about like where our blue is and then here you have all all the red stuff your special red yeah everything <laughs> i see is everything is red <laughs> um what was i gonna say oh the thing about you mentioning how people kind of 
despise this opening or, or like they strongly dislike it, I think is also attached to the way that this opening was used at a certain point in the season. We haven't caught up yet, but I was just, re- you know, I actually got spoiled a lot about what happens in Jujutsu Kaisen season two. I don't really mind it as much because, you know, JJK isn't one of my, like my top priority shows and like make sure I don't see spoilers in. Um, but yeah, I was seeing a lot of discussion online about how this OP was just used in poor taste mm. in a specific episode. So maybe that's where a lot of the hate comes from too. Um, but music wise, it, it's a decent song. Again, it's very moody, but I think that's just fits in with where this series, like where it's currently taking place with everything that's happening in the Shibuya incident arc. Moving on to EDs, you also have more than I do. So would you like to do the honors and get us started? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a total of seven, but my first ED comes from an anime that I forgot wrapped up um, earlier this year. It's already been mentioned in my OP list, but that ED is... Kaze or North Wind by Six Lounge from My Hero Academia Season 6 Part 2, aka the Moody ED, because, you know, Season 6 Part 2 of My Hero was all about sad boy Midoriya and all the shit he had to go through. Is that the ED where, like many other My Hero EDs, Midoriya is just running for a while? Yeah, this is... Him literally running. <laughs> um, it's a shot. He's in the foreground running. Um, eventually, it turns into a, a white silhouette of him running. And there are images of previous episodes from previous seasons of My Hero that flash across the screen. Um, so kind of like a, I was going to say in memoriam, but more of like a, a reflection of how far the series has come and all of the different arcs we've seen leading to where the story is now with things taking a much darker turn in the battle between the heroes and the villains. Uh, But it ends on a more hopeful note as Midoriya looks onward towards his fellow classmates of Class 1A. And yeah, it's a pretty standard, I would say, My Hero ending in terms of the music. But I guess it's just because... Season 6 felt so drastically different from things we've seen in My Hero so far that it stuck out a little bit more this time around when we were watching. And so I decided to stick this on our Spotify playlist. And yeah, My Hero Season 6, a lot of big moods. And now we're leading into Season 7 and seeing where that takes us. The first ED on my list parallels the first OP on my OP's list, and that is... Time and time again, my hopes are gone. 
Saga Season 2 ED1 Without Love by L-M-Y-K. I had this on my list as well. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good. Uh, similarly to the OP, the first OP for Vinland Saga Season 2, um, this ED might be one of my all-time favorites. The song is elegant. It's gorgeous. It's a ballad. Um, but beautifully sung by LMYK. I'm guessing that's how you say her her artist name. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. Um, and the lyrics, similarly to River, are very fitting for this season. Um, it's we had talked a little bit in our review of Inland Saga season two that perhaps it's from maybe Canute's viewpoint or Thorfinn's viewpoint. But either way, um, it, it just really speaks to some of the messaging that I think that the creator is trying to convey with the story of Vinland Saga. So yeah, it's really great. Visuals are probably a little less impressive than what we got in the OP because a lot of it is like landscape shots, the sun rising. Um, but I think the best part of the visuals comes from Thorfinn's struggles. You can see the moments that um, that he's like, really not like in terror but he's like in a lot of pain um he's trying to battle against something and is reaching out and the color scheme is in black and white for that i believe um and then it changes back to a more colorful setting when the song hits a more hopeful part and at the end we see him and uh anar aka anal hanging out um being (laughs) best buds so yeah i think it's a really beautiful ed and it just works. It works for Vinland Saga. I guess to capitalize on what you mentioned with the visuals, um, it does highlight the farmland saga nature of season two in the beginning, uh, but then it delves into what I imagine to be like the nightmares, the night terrors that Torfinn goes through um, that we see him experience in the first half of the season. Uh, and I think it's just beautiful that the sequence of these haunting visions and with Anar entering the picture and kind of pulling Torfinn out of that, um, symbolizing, again, his journey with Anar throughout season two. And so, yeah, the music by LMYK beautifully complements all of these emotions and these feelings that you see in this ED and really hones in on the message of, you know, living without love, but learning how to cope with that and move on from that, uh, which just made, you know, the OPs and the EDs for Vinland Saga Season 2 were all just so instrumental in really making this season stand out, uh, probably as one of the best anime of the year. My next ED 
comes from an original anime from this year. I've already mentioned it, so you already know. That ED is... My plan by D-U-R-D-N, or is it Durden? <laughs> I have no idea. But my plan by D-U-R-D-N from Buddy Daddies. This one, it just, the music just passes the vibe check for me. Um, I guess visuals-wise, it focuses a lot on Miri in different outfits. Um, and, you know, ha- her hanging out with the titular Buddy Daddies um, in the last shot, or at least the three of them all sleeping together on the couch. Um, but I think I just like the music choice here. I just think the OP and ED music choice were phenomenal for Buddy Daddies, and that just heightened my enjoyment of the show overall. Yeah, it's cute. It's um pretty chill. It's uh just still images. It kind of gives off like Anya, Spy Family, ED vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say Miri is comparable to Anya you know Anya's on a whole different level but she is endearing so it's nice that this ED focuses on her well speaking of Anya and EDs can you guess what the next one is well here it is By Family Season 2, ED, Todome no Ichigeki by Vondi featuring Corey Wong. Vondi's great. They don't miss. Every single song I've heard from Vondi has been amazing. I, think they, I first got introduced to them with the... Ranking of Kings? Yeah, the second, second. OP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's great. So yeah, this song is equally great. Um, I think it's a perfect fit for Spy Family. The visuals are very Anya-esque per usual, but I think I enjoy this one a lot more because it reminds me of Paper Mario. Yeah, they're sort of like paper cutouts of the characters and even the scenery in back looks like it was made out of like construction paper. So a very nice, cute visual style that, like you said, feels very Anya. I do appreciate that Spy Family continues to have very stylized, very unique OPs and EDs that stray away from the animation style that they use in the show. It keeps things interesting and uh, they're really trying to be creative with them. So this one I think is is really great. Um, I think my favorite part of it is just all the moments with Bond. It's nice to see him like in the ED for anyone who's caught up with, with Spy Family. Um, yeah, I love Bond. And I'm looking at the one of the final shots of the ED where the titular Spy Family is playing in a band and you see bond on like the bongos yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then was this lloyd playing the the cello yeah it's just a nice moment for the family and the song kind of has this like dreamy feel to it at the um at the chorus i i really like that um so yeah bondy keep doing what you're doing i thought you said bondy oh vondy (laughs) vondy Next up on my favorite EDs for 2023, I'm going to bring the mood down a little bit. 
because that ed is Mephisto by Queen B from Oshinoko. Did this happen to be on your list? No. Okay. <laughs> I know I've shared with you before that I'm lukewarm about this ED. I know you enjoy it because the song is on the Spotify playlist. Well, I'll say I didn't enjoy it at first because it was a song that was very out there. But I think with this ED, it, it was more of an acquired taste but to comment on the visuals um it's i think like thematically it's similar to the op for oshinoko where it kind of takes the glitz and glamour of the idol industry but then puts it under a, a darker light or i would get, i would say a darker shadow darker light doesn't make sense because <laughs> um, yeah there's a lot of shots of the characters from the show um in sort of black and white scenery um, giving it an air of mystery, which kind of makes sense given the objective that Ak was trying to seek in the show. And of course, a lot of highlights of eyes because that's a big thing in Oshinoko are people's eyes, especially of Aqua and Ruby. Um, but juxtapose that with the music. Um, okay, it's a very erratic song um you know there are frantic strings that play and then you have the lead singer's voice that really puts the ed in this very chilling haunting atmosphere but i think that works very well to be the ending for every episode of oshinoko uh, because you're kind of reminded of the space that these characters are in in navigating the highs and lows of this industry that takes a lot out of people and can lead these people to very dire consequences. My favorite part of the song is the strings when those come in. I think that's a really cool melody that they play or whatever tune. Um, and what's great about the the way they use this ED is that it's a slow burn. It's a slow introduction at the end of each episode that transitions you from the episode to the um, to the ED. I think that's great. Uh, they they always find the exact right moment at the very last scene of the episode to to introduce this. Kind of reminds me of Roundabout during um, parts one and two of oh, yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> it's amazing. It just it it like brings everything um not like full circle but it is a really smooth transition from episode to ending next on my list um is the same anime that technically aired 2022 finished in 2023 even if the ed aired technically in 2022 it is <laughs> Yatsura Season 1 ED1 Tokyo Shandy Rendezvous by 
I don't again, I don't know. May, Mason does whatever featuring KAF and Sumiki. Yeah, Sumiki. What? That's all I remember. It's such a cute song. It's very much Lum. Um, The visuals are more still images, but they're cute shots of Lum in different outfits. There's a lot of heart motifs, um, bright colors, stars. My favorite part, though, of the visuals, um, there's two parts. It's when Ataru is strolling along with his bag slung over his shoulder. He just looks so cool and cute at the same time. And then right after that is when Lum is floating in space and kind of slowly rotating. It's just nice. Like, it's it's not as chaotic as the OP is, but it's equally, um, it's equally fun and it's equally colorful and it's equally Lum. Yeah, it's these these color schemes similar to the OP. It's like puking up a rainbow. <laughs> it really is. It's like it's like you're at a rave or something. And then I mean I mean that in a good way. It looks really good. Next ED on my list is an anime that I have watched, but Courtney hasn't. But she enjoys the shit out of this ED for some reason, and that ED is. Stepping Up Life by Akari Kito from Kamikatsu, Working for God in a Godless World. So I believe Akari Kito is the voice of Mitama, the young female deity of the series. And yeah, it's a big band, funky tune. And it's one that I didn't think I would find myself enjoying so much, just like the OP. But the show's just crazy enough to hook you in and now you are hooked on the song because when it comes up on our spotify playlist sometimes i just have the tendency to skip it if i'm not in the mood for it but then you'll pause me and say no let's listen to this i know it's really good and i would say it even has like hip-hop vibes to it yeah there are like with the way mm -hmm. that she sings um the chorus and everything i love it i think it's so much fun it sounds so good and i was like i don't know what the fuck this is and or where it comes from but i really enjoy it now i know obviously it comes from kamikatsu but yeah it's it's a really good song and the visuals are equally as fun and lighthearted. i think they change every episode but that's because they kind of provide a quick summary of the events of the episode that you had just watched um, and again, it's like these 8-bit visuals that accompany it. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's almost like, uh, what's that? Love is, life is cider that you put on the playlist from Wonder Egg. Uh, this song kind of evokes the same feelings for me. Yeah, very like bright, happy, fun. That's what that is. Will this convince you to watch Kamikatsu? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> And the last ED on my list for 2023 is... Heavenly Delusion. By Asobi Dome? 
Is this Yoasobi Asobi? Mm, I don't think so. No, because yeah, it's not. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, I don't. It sounds similar. No, it's yeah, it's not them. Oh, okay. Uh, I just like I don't know anyone, anywhere, anything. That's the translated. Yeah, <laughs> and this song is great because I love the way uh, the song opens up because I think it's them saying the title of the song, but they're kind of like sing song saying it. Oh, is that what they're saying? They're like, <laughs> I think so, but they're saying it in different intervals, so that's why it sounds very erratic. Oh, I could be wrong okay. though, but I thought that's what they what they were saying. Uh, the animation's great. It's equally as good as the animation in the main Heavenly Delusion episodes, which is like movie quality. It's fantastic. Um, the ED just basically shows the characters in their daily lives. It's um, a very upbeat, happy type of vibe because everyone's smiling and they're all doing fun things. They're cooking, they're drawing, they're doing all this whatever. Uh, shit that they do every single day um but i think what really captures my attention is the song it's it's just like a lot of fun i I think a theme that we're seeing with eds for the 2023 list is that many of them are very happy and fun and straying away from the more like moody eds that we get with the exception of like the first one that i talked about (laughs) yeah i think my favorite parts of the song are the guitar like it has this like really funky riff that with the acoustic guitar and then the chorus which i know changes key um halfway through uh yeah visuals there are parallel storylines going on in this show and it'll be interesting to see how they converge um but yeah you kind of see them play out hand in hand in this ending uh so yeah, it kind of keeps you on your toes trying to figure out like where eventually these stories will converge. Well, I have two more EDs for my list. One from a previously aired anime prior to 2023 and another that was part of the fall season. But to go to the one that was from before 2023, that ED is... Kirameki by Wachi from Your Lie in April, which we had watched and reviewed in two parts earlier this year. Uh, so this anime had come out in 2014. It was on our watch list for a while. Well, actually, we watched like the first couple episodes way, way back in the day before we even thought about starting a podcast. We never went around to finishing the show. Now we have. And I remember hearing this song from those first couple episodes after we had stopped. And I found it to be pretty catchy. And so it was nice getting to revisit this ED again. Um, it screams like hopeless, romantic, um, kind of teenage drama, something you'd hear out of the CW um, for any of the shows that appear on that block. But I don't know, it, it's kind of like a, a bittersweet cheerfulness to the song, even knowing how things end up 
at the end of this series. Yeah, you really liked this one. You never wanted to skip it when we were watching it. Because it's just a, a <laughs> I was like, I'm song. good. And you're like, no, I'm going to watch it. I don't know. Maybe because it reminds me of like the forlorn, hopeless romantic music that I used to listen to in high school. It has that same vibe to it. Uh, but yeah, it's also a great song that reflects on the series as a whole. I know it was only used for the first half of the show, but then they return to it at the end of the series in an orchestral form, which I think is just beautiful. I, I don't know why they just didn't use the the song or this ED for the entire series. Um, but yeah, it's one that I, I remember fondly. And yeah, anytime it comes up on a Spotify playlist, I just have to stop and listen to it for a bit. And last but not least, this is an ED that, like with the OP for Suzume, comes with a technicality, but it comes from one of the anime of all time that wrapped up earlier this year, or I'll say later this year, and that ED is... To you, 2,000 or 20,000 years from now, by Linked Horizon, from Attack on Titan, the final season, the final chapters, part two. And I think this also features Yui Ishikawa, the voice of Mikasa from AOT, as well as, I think, Yuki Kaji, the voice of Aaron Yeager. So a lot of cameos or a lot of featured singers in this song. And it's a it's a technicality because it's a song that plays over the final scene of Attack on Titan that kind of blends into the credits. Um, I, I know that the final chapters actually have their own proper OP and ED for when they are released in episodic format on streaming services, but I think this ED just holds so much more significance. It's a bittersweet farewell to a series that I have come to know and love for over 10 years, but it's also... A triumphant return, especially with hearing Linked Horizon again on an AOT track since they've been pretty absent from the final season up until this point. Yeah, it holds special meaning for um, Attack on Titan fans, uh, fans like us that have been really dedicated to the show, and fans like Carl who have been holding out hope this entire final season that Linked Horizon would make their return. I think it was absolutely fitting um, for them to to bring them back with them Mappa or whoever to bring link to horizon back, um, to close out attack on Titan. And for Yui Ishikawa to be the main singer for the first half of this song. I mean, I'm just getting chills right now thinking about it, but it just works so perfectly with knowing Mikasa's trajectory throughout the final season, the final chapters, even in the entire series and seeing the final scene play out with this melody it like it just t- tugs at your heartstrings 
but then there are so many other layers to this song um and i don't want to really go into more detail about that because that kind of goes into spoiler territory for the ending of aot but there are just so many different messages that you can pull from this song and what themes and messages you can pull from attack on titan as a whole that i think this ed just very well encompasses all of that um, in a grandstanding fashion as it goes from this melodic sort of melancholy ballad to this daunting but also hopeful march by the end of the song and there you have it those are our favorite openings and endings of 2023 now we're moving on to our listener submissions because our amazing listeners over at our patreon and our discord shared their favorite ops and eds um so what we did was we asked them to send us their single favorite op and ed from an anime that aired in 2023 and what we learned about our listeners is that some of you don't know how to follow directions (laughs) (laughs) so some of you some of you sent us more than one op and ed uh some of you sent us uh ops and eds from an anime that didn't air in 2023 but we did our best to pull everything together into this list of listener submissions. And regardless of what was sent to us, we really appreciate everyone taking the time to do so. And we're so glad that everyone has fun with this episode each year. So thank you all so much for sending these in. So of course, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, we are going to start with submissions from our patrons. Um, And they will have a clip played of their op and ed unless we've already played it earlier in our lists um just to to not do any repeats or anything but um we'll jump into it uh so carl do you want to read off the first patron submission yes so the first submission comes from our patron the big yikes they write i really had to think hard about this this year has had an abundance of amazing ops and eds that even making a short list was overly difficult I had planned that from the short list I would choose the songs that were not listed by anyone else as the ones that I would submit so that there was more diversity, but thinking it over again, I have decided to just be true to my feelings and submit my favorites from the past year. So without further rambling, these are my picks, and I will say the Big Yikes, you made some great picks. And so the Big Yikes' pick for favorite OP is... The Peak by Sekai no Owari from One Piece. I guess this is OP number 25 for the series. The Big Yikes writes, This came out at a perfect time for me, only having recently caught up to the One Piece manga. This was the first new opening that I had seen from the series, and I just fell in absolute love with it. Sadly, it did mean that the opening that I was holding on for so long to... I was holding on for so long to share from winter 2023 was overshadowed. So if I can just want to give an honorable mention to the fire hunters OP Usotsuki by Leo Yeri. But yeah, that's the OP for one piece that they chose as their favorite for 
this year. Now, I haven't seen any of the previous 24 OPs for One Piece, but this one's pretty good. The song is super chill, and I like the visuals. They seem a little more stylized than like what One Piece normally looks like and like brighter, softer colors. But yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, I feel like this spoils something for One Piece. It does? Oh, I... <laughs> uh, I think in terms of Luffy himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just say gear. <laughs> like well, we're our... like a thousand episodes behind, so yeah, at some so, point. <laughs> you know, it's, it's our fault for not watching One Piece. And, you know, I don't know if I have any intention yet of watching One Piece. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, this OP is pretty interesting. Um, I like the upbeat nature of the song. Because uh, I've heard of Sekai no Owari before. But a lot of the songs that I've heard from them are more mellowed out. So nice change of pace for me, at least here. As for ED, the big yikes' pick is... Red Birthmark by Aina the End from Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury Season 2. And for this, the Big X writes, From the first time I heard this song play, I have been enamored by Aina's singing voice so much that I actively listen to all her new releases, anime or not. And I'm hoping that during my next Japan trip, that if the stars align, I would love to see her live. At the time of submitting this ED, it already has two other submissions by other members of the community. So this also goes out to all my fellow Aina enjoyers. Yeah, this one popped up a lot across our listeners. Um, I, I, I personally um, am okay with the song. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite song ever, but I think it has a lot of emotion behind it. I imagine that's significant to the witch from mercury we, we haven't seen it um, but i do like the visuals it does seem very calm but exciting at the same time um, and i like how stylized everything looks it almost looks um like hand-drawn well I, yeah. I imagine like to a certain degree all of it's hand-drawn right but like it looks like it's drawn in like pencil i'm looking at the the, the shots of this, this character that of, yeah, and the red yeah the red with the black dress on and like mm. multiple of her kind of in a circle or whatever that looks really nice yeah i know the big yikes has talked about aina in our patron chat channel on the discord and i i agree that you know, there, there's a lot of feeling behind her voice and you can hear that in this ed although i i, I know that some people might find it off-putting like hearing that strain that she puts in her voice. But again, I think it really conveys emotion with kind of like how she's singing the song. Uh, so that makes me pretty interested. I know a lot of people say that The Witch from Mercury is a great way to be introduced into the Gundam universe. So this continues to pique my interest, even though I have so many other things that I'd like to watch in anime. Um, I, I would like to get to The Witch from Mercury at some point. The next patron submission comes from the Gene Queens, and their pick for OP is... Red 
slash Bayama, the OP from Mobile Suit Gundam, the witch from Mercury. <laughs> I almost fucked that up. The witch from Mercury, um, I believe the second core or second season. So they write, this is our favorite OP, captures the desperation and pathos of the space the space opera and its extraordinary protagonist, Ms. Suleta Mercury. I really like this song. I think I'm only familiar with Yama's other song, which is the ED for Spy Family. I think she also did a song for, she did an ED for Ranking of Kings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recall that now. So now I know three of her songs. This one's really good. I really like the song a lot. Um, the visuals, I mean, I don't know any of these characters, but everything is super fucking clean when it comes to animation. Um, so that's really enjoyable. But yeah, the song I, I'm vibing with. Yeah, I pretty much echo what you said. Visuals for this. I mean, it feels like a <laughs> standard anime action OP with still shots of characters and then action shots in the chorus. Um, but I do like Yama's voice in this one. Um, a very emotional song. So again, piques my interest more about watching The Witch from Mercury. And then the Gene Queen's pick for ED is... by Anna or Anna I'm not sure the ED for undead murder farce they write um, this is the kind of otherworldly electro sleaze that was like having a cigarette after a tussle with that wild show okay <laughs> I really like that description <laughs> um uh, watching this so I we haven't watched undead murder farce um, visuals are pretty chill it's black and white shots still images of characters that i am not familiar with from but, london yeah but i gotta say i really fucking like this song i like it a lot i like the ed like the edm vibes to it and um carl i'm gonna request that you add the song to the spotify playlist <laughs> Did I, uh, <laughs> I thought the song was pretty good but yeah i'll i'll add it to the playlist um i know you're not vibing with it as much yeah, as i no, am I, I like the the visuals though uh, you know the fact that this takes place across London. <laughs> There's also... Well, there you go. You like the visuals. I like the song. So that completes one whole enjoyment of the ED. Mm -hmm. And th there's one character that looks like one of the main characters from Akiba Maid War, and she's in the maid outfit. Ranko. Oh yeah, I saw her. Yeah, I was like, is that Ranko? <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a lot of good things to pick out from this ED. Or I'm sorry, OP. Oh no, ED. I'm sorry, ED. <laughs> I was confused because the next patron submission we have is from Yeah77. And their choice for OP is... This is a fun title. Crack, crack, crackle by Classy 
from Undead Murder Farce. And so I was confused because, you know, for these three patrons, they have an ED that matches with the OP of the next patron. And so, like with Big Yikes, they had an ED from Mobile Suit Gundam. The Gene Queens had the OP for Mobile Suit Gundam. Then the Gene Queens had an ED for Undead Murder Farce. And now, yeah, 77 has the OP for Undead Murder <laughs> it's, it's all connected. That's why I was confused earlier. But I, I kind of like, I like the... This feels like a K-pop song, and I think that makes sense because Classy is a K-pop group. <laughs> so, a great matchup for uh, this OP, which is very stylized between again the the grim streets of London and then and the chorus. You have this burst of color. Yeah, I like the chorus in this song. I didn't think I would because I I'm not as um like the the rest of the song is like pretty good but i wasn't like super vibing with it and then the chorus came out i was like shit okay that's pretty good and i know i wanted to watch undead murder farce for when did it come out oh i think spring never got around to watching it but i know a lot of people especially on our discord were raving about it so yeah nice nice to know that it has good quality op and ed then we have yes 77's pick for ed which is Laps by Homecomings from Insomniacs After School, which you had watched. I did, and it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was definitely a, a feel-good show of whatever season it came out, and I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, the ED is very relaxing, very chill, which makes sense for this story um, because the characters are trying to find ways to relax and to chill. So yeah, it's it's very calm. Um, but it's also pleasant at the same time. It's not like calm in like the very moody way like a lot of uh, EDs in anime. It's more just like feel good, comfort ED. Yeah, it passes the chill vibe check. And this ED does include one of my favorite guilty pleasures in anime, which are fake brand names. I see a, a Canon camera spelled K or C A N A N. Very nice. The next patron submission comes from Skull Gang. Their OP was Yusha by Yoasobi, which we have already mentioned in our list. It's the OP from Free Run Beyond Journey's End. So great pick there. We love that one as well. And then the ED pick from Skull Gang is... More Than Words by Hitsuji Bungaku, which is the ED for Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. The se- the second ED? The first ED? Second ED? Second ED. Second ED. This is, yeah, <laughs> sh- attached to the Shibuya incident arc. Okay, yes, thank you. So the second ED from JJK. This one's really good. Um, it's, it's stylized. Like a lot of JJK EDs, this one 
um, is stylized. Maybe not as much as the first ED that Carl really likes. The first ED? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about from the first season? Yeah. <laughs> Lost in Paris. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I keep getting thrown off by the title more than words. Yeah, because I'm... <laughs> I think I too am reminded of that song by Extreme, I think was the band. Because, yeah, it's not the same song that has like the popular acoustic version. Oh, yeah, it was an acoustic song. Um, I mean, it's, I like the vibe of it. It's very chill out vibes. I know the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen also had like that second ED that had chill out vibes. I just didn't like the, the, the singer's high pitched. <laughs> notes towards the end of it i i enjoy this one though and the visuals too because it's the jjk trio just hanging out um, at various tokyo locales next up we have submissions from our patron lazo whose pick for favorite op of 2023 is work by ringo sheena and millennium parade which we previously mentioned um that's the op from hell's paradise or jigokuraku great pick Still fucking love that song. It's so good. <laughs> and their pick for ED is Cream Funk by Philosophy No Dance from Mashal Magic and Muscles. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> I think this is a great ED. This kind of reminds me of how crazy erratic um, the Kamikatsu ED is. And, you know, kind of like Lost in Paradise for JJK where it feels like no relation to whatever is happening in the actual show. Um, you know, I, I watched the first episode of Mashal and I was really interested in it because it seems like, you know, Harry Potter, if all the characters drank like protein shakes or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I know that there's something about, is it cream buns that the main character Mashal likes? And maybe that's the inspiration for this song, but I just love the nonsensical nature of this. And it makes me wish that I had continued watching Mashal. Um, although it's on my, it's on, on hold on my Mal watch list, but I do intend to finish it because yeah, I, I grew up on Harry Potter and I, I would love to see like the spoofs or parodies that this show has to it. All I know is that there's a lot of fun dancing in this. And then the beginning with the custard and the chocolate and the, the cream puffs, um, makes me really want dessert. So maybe we'll go, we'll go get some ice cream after this. And our last patron submission comes from none other than Hernstrom. So Hernstrom writes, For this year's annual Best OPED list, I've once again submitted five openings to just show off my potential contenders for the anticipated number one spot. If I were to choose like you guys from any anime I watched in 2023, it would be Naked Hero from Ranking of Kings, but sadly it's a 2022 anime. 
really good op i agree that one's great um so hernstrom's top five best openings um are from number five to number one although i'm going to skip number four uh jujutsu kaisen uh season two opening two specials jjk season two opening one aono sumika oshinoko idol vinland saga season two opening two paradox so all ones that we've had on our list great choices we agree with you there so the one that we're going to reveal here is the number four spot, which is... Slayer Season 3 OP, Kizuna no Kiseki from Man with a Mission and Mule. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's a awesome collaboration between the two music artists. And, you know, it's complemented by fantastic OP visuals from Ufotable. Of everyone hammering. Or, oh, not yeah, everyone, <laughs> but everything being hammered. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Swordsmith Village arc. Um, and then... You know, I know the ending of this OP gave me a heart attack. The the ending image, um, <laughs> I'm not going to spoil what it is, but yeah, I think just a, a great OP overall. Again, nothing's going to reach the highs of Gurenge by Lisa, but yeah, this was a solid choice for OP. And then Hernstrom's best ED goes to... Tokyo Avengers Season 2 ED. It might be painful, but I still love it. Bye to you. This is the one where they're like Zembu Zembu. <laughs> Oh, like in the middle, where it's like Zambu, Zambu. I I think this this <laughs> this ED gave me anxiety because like just the the flow of the song. It's very rapid. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good song though, um, and yeah, I think kind of similar with the other EDs for Tokyo Revenge towards images of the Tokyo Manji Gang. I know it starts off with kind of like TV screen images. Um, that play out like the different gangs but yeah it's a pretty good ed for the show and of course it has a shot of takemichi crying oh yeah of course <laughs> you, you need to have that otherwise it's not a proper tokyo revengers ed and now we'll move on to our listener submissions from our discord members starting with ian whose favorite op for the year was hyper by croy from under ninja which I had under Ninja on my watch list. I unfortunately couldn't get around to watching it. Uh, but yeah, this is an interesting OP. Very grungy and, and kind of slimy with the visuals. And I guess even like the grunginess of the song as well. Yeah, and there's a shot of a, a naked dude with his ass oh. out. I caught that part. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian's choice for favorite ED for 2023 is Mephisto 
by Queen Bee from Oshinoko, which is a great choice. I have that on my list as well. The next listener submission comes from Smurfarov, and their pick for OP is Judgment by Ash the Hero, which is from Blue Lock Second Core. This one, I, I didn't get far enough into Blue Lock yet to see this one, but it looks good. It looks like a lot of pretty standard uh, Blue Lock visuals, the paint sports. splatters. Yeah, like the sports, the sports shots, um, but the song is, is pretty good. It's, it's a vibe. The song's very like frantic and erratic, yeah. which I think is in line with what happens in Blue Lock because it's, you know, it's not, I, I've, from what I've heard, it's not like, you know, the sportsmanship and it's not high teammates. Sure. Yeah, teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Like, no, this is every man for himself. <laughs> and so I think it fits with that theme for Blue Lock. Smurfarov also um, picked uh, Reversal by Anna or Anna from Undead Murder Farce as their choice for ED. So that one seems to be a popular one. Next, we have Zawardo, whose OP and ED submissions came from the same show, which is Bleach Thousand Year Blood War season three, I guess. Um, the OP is stars by WOD or W-O-D, which... I kind of like the acrylic paint colors, <laughs> paint colors, the acrylic color palette for this one. Yeah, um, Ichigo looks like eight feet tall in that opening shot where he's like walking and then jogging. I don't know why that just sticks in my mind, but yeah, th- this one looks cool. I like the semi-stylized um, nature of the animation. And then we have the ED for Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, which is End Roll by Yo Kamiyama. This one kind of caught me off guard because I only know this artist from, I think they did the OP for Horimiya, and you added that song to our playlist, which was very happy-go-lucky. And then this one is like dark and foreboding. Yeah, and the visual visuals are the same. It's... um. A lot of like black and, and like deep red and sketches and characters kind of standing there very like foreboding. So I don't know what the fuck is going on in Bleach, <laughs> but it seems intense. Yeah, I guess this is a reminder for the both of us to get caught up on Bleach and what it's 300 plus episodes. Next up is from our Discord member, Drew. So they submitted um, the OP from Skip and Loafer, which is Mellow by Kena Suda. I watched Skip Skip and Loafer and I really enjoyed it. It is like the fluffiest and like most comforting anime that I probably watched all year. There's still some like drama to it. It's it's a really good watch, um, but the OP definitely matches the lighthearted nature of the show. And I think a lot of people really enjoy the dance sequence that happens in the latter half of the OP. Yeah, it's just so cutesy and fluffy. And the song itself, it just feels like something you'd hear from like a nostalgic anime, like something out of the 90s. I I love that nostalgic vibe to it. And Drew's pick for ED is Mobile Suit Gundam, the the witch. I almost said the Mitch, the witch from Mercury ED two, <laughs> Red Birthmark by Ina. The end. Again, another popular one um, that a lot of uh, the folks on our Discord and, and our patrons really enjoy. Next up, we have our Discord member Dan is ordinary, and their pick for OP was the Spy Family season two OP, which was Kura Kura or Dizzy by. Ado, which again the the walking cycles with the big feet get a kick out of that no pun intended <laughs> and their pick for ed 
was the ED for Free Run Beyond Journey's End, which is Anytime, Anywhere by Mille. This is the stop motion looking one, right? It's like storybook stop motion. Yeah, uh, almost like paintings come to life. Um, very reflective song, I think, uh, kind of from Fyodor's perspective. It's just when Mille hits the high note at the end, I, well, it kind of rings in my ears a bit. Next up are submissions from Rotten Pierogi. Their choice for OP is Specials by King New Gnu, which is um, the OP that we talked about from Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Great choice there. And their pick for ED is Edge by Real? Rail, um, which is from Rurouni Kenshin, the uh, 2022 reboot. I dig the vibes for this song. It's kind of like... You'd hear this in a club or something. Yeah. And then it's coupled with these character shots of Kenshin and Kaoru and uh, the whole gang. It's definitely a darker ED, but I love how badass Kenshin looks in multiple shots. The next submission comes from Faraway Lady 86. Their choice for OP is Vortex by Byshot Jaws from Link Click Season 2. They love the song, and they also recommend watching it with the music video because they did the backwards thing. The song's like a vibe. It's a really good song. Yeah, it makes me wish that a lot of people have mentioned that we should watch Link Click. And I know I've mentioned that there are a lot of anime that people keep mentioning to us that we should watch, but I know Link Click. Link, clink, link, <laughs> click is up there. And yeah, just looking at the visuals for this OP, it does make me interested because it's very gorgeously detailed. Faraway Lady 86 then mentions their pick for ED as Shoe Cream Funk, Shoe Cream Funk by Philosophy No Dance from Mashal Magic and Muffle, Muffles, Muscles, mu- I'm losing my words. Mashal <laughs> Magic and Muscles. They just found this ED hilarious, and I do as well. Next up, we have Joey Guns 13, and they said, I absolutely put my full support on Link Click Season 2 OP as well. It's incredible that half the song, lyrics, and animation goes in reverse, and it all works. Yeah, it is pretty pretty impressive. Um, they go on to say, ED also goes to Gundam Witch from Mercury Season 2 Core 2. It is absolutely emotional, riveting from the very first note. I think that's the Red Birthmark song that um, a few others have mentioned as well. So yeah, that one seems to be very popular. Yeah, by Aina the end. Oh, the emotion of that song. Next, we have Atomic Pickle, whose choice for favorite OP of 2023 was Until It Disappears by Hana Hope from The Kingdoms of Ruin. The singer is amazing and a great piano track too. I will say I was kind of caught off guard by the piano at the very beginning. But yes, it's a pretty good song. I I like the vibe of it. Yeah, Kingdoms of Ruin is like pretty good so far. Um, but the, the OP is, is fun. Um, I think it's one of the, the highlights of this show. Atomic Pickle's choice for favorite ED of 2023 is Dramatic by Miki Sato for The Cafe Terrace and Its Goddesses. They write, I love the quaint city pop vibe. It felt like a perfect match for the show. Yeah, it does have that nice city pop. Yeah, and as soon as it came on, Carl started dancing. So he's very much into it. (laughs) Next up, we have Neil. And Neil's choice for their favorite OP from 2023 is 
Idol from Yoas by Yoasobi from Oshinoko. Again, amazing pick. It was on both of our lists. It is a fucking banger. Next up, we have submissions from Unoya Elysian. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. And their pick for favorite OP was Anata no Sobani by Riria from My Happy Marriage. I love this anime. Ugh, this anime is so good. And this OP is just beautiful. It's just very peaceful to look at. It is. Same with the song. Like everything about it is like calming and nice. Mm-hmm. And then we have their pick for favorite Edie, which is More Than Words from Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 by Hichi Bungaku, which has the, the chill vibes that we really enjoy. Another popular pick. And next we have Riv. Their choice for OP is Jigokuraku's work by Ringo Shina and Millennium Parade. Again, great choice. Fucking love it. The trumpets are on fire in that song. I love it. And I love when they go work, 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 work. Yeah. Work, work. <laughs> also, a really good song. <laughs> and then Riv's choice for Edie is from The 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Love You, which is Sweet Sign by Nako Misaki. It's a fun song. I love the chibis. I think the chibi art is really, really cute. But when I see the rooms, like the the rooms that each of the, the characters are in. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure Horimiya's ED did the exact same thing. I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen that type of visual before. But anyway, it's a, a really nice, um really nice song and very cute chibi imagery. Yeah, it's a catchy bubblegum pop song that you know I would probably add to my Spotify playlist. I have watched the first episode for this one hundred girlfriends anime. Um, I, I'd like to finish it at some point, um, but yeah, it's accompanied by this very cutesy Edie. Next, we have Bellem, whose choice for favorite OP for this year was River by Anonymous, Anonymous from Vinland Saga Season 2. They say that this song was actually my most played song of the year on Spotify Wrapped. Let's go. I'm not the only <laughs> one. Let's go, Bellum. Yes, you and I must be like top fans for Anonymous. And their choice for favorite ED for the year is Without Love by LMYK, also from Vinland Saga Season 2. And they write, this song was my seventh most played song of 2023. Again, let's go, Bellum. <laughs> Great taste. We're on the same wavelength. River and Without Love, amazing OPED combination. And last but certainly not least is Classy. Classy. And the OP choice is from The Eminence in Shadow, which is highest by OXT. I believe this show started in 2022 but ended in 2023, so totally fair game. And Classy, no surprise that you submitted something from The Eminence in Shadow. That is very fitting. Yeah, watching this out of context, I don't know what to make of it, um, but I've had... The Eminence and Shadow on my watch list for quite some time. Uh, it, it's a great song. The, the opening where I'm assuming the main character walks through this like pile of garbage, like this dump, reminds me of the Tokyo Revengers. Uh, there's a music video for Crybaby where the band plays in a similar setting. Uh, totally unrelated, but that, that's the connection I made. Uh, but yeah, this is a great choice for OP. And again, like with the other anime I mentioned, it makes me want to watch the show. I just wish I had all the time to watch these amazing shows. And that concludes our favorite anime openings and endings 2023 edition, both from our list and from our listeners. Thank you guys 
so much once again for taking the time to submit your favorite OPs and EDs. It's great to see that there's such a, there's both a wide variety of songs um, and anime that people are really enjoying, but then at the same time, several that many people enjoy, like The Witch from Mercury. There were several submissions from that. So that just uh, kind of to your point earlier, leads us to believe that we are missing out on some great shows from this year. Yeah, that's just that's the magic of OPs and EDs. We can enjoy the ones that we've seen day in and day out and also appreciate the ones that we haven't really seen that much and that makes us curious. Um, and that's part of the reason why we love anime so much. It not only introduces us to all of these great types of shows, but also these great types of music. And it's why this ongoing episode, this yearly episode, is one of the favorites that we do. Um, we just, I don't know, there's something about OPs and EDs that are so meaningful to anime, like anime fans, weebs, the anime community. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to doing this in exactly one year from now. And the next year. And, and the, the next, next year. year. And, and the, the next, next year. <laughs> Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. We really appreciate you, especially as we round out the end of 2023. And as always, subscribe to Strictly Anime on your favorite podcast service. Join our Discord to chat with us or to submit your favorites for future episodes. Follow us on Instagram at The Strictly Series, on Twitter at Strictly Series, and check out our website, thestrictlyseries.com. If you'd like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash thestrictlyseries. And tune into Strictly JoJo, our other podcast dedicated to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. All links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay weeb.